Longball, hello and welcome to Series 2 of the Longball Football Podcast, a podcast about all things football in Portugal. You're listening to myself, Albert, and for the very first time ever in the history of the podcast, Barney is joining me live in the studio and by studio. I mean, my bedroom. How are you doing, Barney? <laughs> I'm good. How weird is this? This is proper weird, actually, looking at each other talking while we do it. It's bizarre, isn't it? Like, that, that Zoom wall is... It makes such a difference. <laughs> I want, I've got no idea how this episode is going to go. We're going to try and do this all in one take. This is just going to be a quick introduction episode to the season. We usually have a bit of structure. Um, there's not much structure this week, but I've got a good feeling. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I can't wait. I've been looking forward to it. I always find the summer a bit weird with the football calendar. Obviously, yeah. we had the Euros this year. I mean, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Positives yeah. and negatives, obviously. Yeah, of course. I love tournament football. I think... Anyone who follows a national team loves, you know, you look forward to these moments. They come around every two years. That's why they're so special. Um, we alluded to the fact that we're England fans. I can already <laughs> hear our subscriber count going down. <laughs> I mentioned that. So it was obviously a very, uh, it was a very special tournament. Didn't end how we wanted it to, but it was just like an amazing journey. I loved watching all the games and, and getting behind the boys. It was an amazing tournament from our perspective. Definitely. Like, but what I think was interesting, I don't know about you, but obviously our Twitter timeline Mm. It's very much not England fans. And I think that was quite, um, I don't know, what, not almost grounding in a way. Mm, definitely. With all the negative news and press and seeing people's reaction. It was also like funny as how nobody, nobody else seemed to be supporting England, which is fair <laughs> enough. I, I don't blame them. But um, yeah, because like, like you said, amazing positives, horrible, some horrible negatives. Mm. But just from a pure football sense, I mean, yeah, it was it was it was great to watch some great games, not yeah. just England games, some great games. Yeah. But now we're in this point, aren't we, where the summer tournament's ended? You've got a few dead weeks. Yeah. Preseason friendlies are going on, and like, I don't know about how do you feel about preseason friendlies because I don't tend to watch them. I don't know why. I, 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 yeah. Well, I have to say, I found some of the preseason friendlies in Portugal quite disappointing because all the Premier League teams just seem to play themselves. Like they seem to play each other. Sometimes they're even wearing training tops, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Or playing the beating. <laughs> yeah, no crowd. So it doesn't seem like pre-season is a bigger thing. I think here in England, I mean, you know, pre-season is quite an exciting time. Some of the bigger teams go on like trips abroad. Mm. Um, some of the smaller teams will go on tours around the country, play smaller teams as a chance for, you know, if you're a fan of a smaller team and, and a big team comes to town, it's a, it's a chance to see some, some quality footballers on the pitch, you know. Some new faces. Some new faces, yeah, yeah. Which is very much the case of Leighton Orient. Yeah, basically changed their whole squad. <laughs> but then that's interesting because some of the Portuguese teams seem to be having a lot of yeah. some large rotation yeah. as well. The one thing Portugal don't have, of course, is the joy of seeing a pre-season team sheet with the word trialist on it four times. Yes. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about in England, there's some weird rule where if you have a player on trial for pre-season, you're not allowed to say what their name is, so you get the name trialist on the team sheet. And it's a nightmare to find out who yeah, they are. Yeah, frantic Googling, <laughs> everyone trying to find out who it is. No, preseason has been good. It's been some interesting player announcements. I've enjoyed some of the videos. Some great stuff. Braga absolutely smashed it. I yeah. mean, they always do. And then some like ones where they've tried it and like it's just not the same. They haven't got the same financial backing that Braga do. Passos are an interesting one because they try quite hard and yeah. and, and and sometimes they hit the mark. They usually use their mascot quite a lot. I saw um, Aruka getting involved the other day. They had a little Super Mario themed announcement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I think in America they call it silly season. So yeah, there's a lot. It of... is quite silly, man. Like I, I as. Uh, Listeners who listened last season know I, I love the gossip when it comes to yeah. transfers. I yeah. love seeing some rumours knocking about. Um, some crazy rumours as well. Mm. I mean, 
what's the classic one that seems to be following Benfica around for the last year is that Diego Costa's going to sign even though they've just got I swear we hit strikers. it was Cavani last year this year yeah. it. I swear they were linked with him in January as well yeah yeah um, but I don't I, I, I love the I love the idea of that um, yeah I don't mind it <laughs> but there's been like uh, I suppose you better we might as well get out of the way Albert Ryan Gould yeah yeah, it seems like he's on his way to Vancouver Whitecaps. As we record this, it's not announced. I, I think I even saw something on Twitter today about he's in he's in Canada. He's got to wait to quarantine and, and have a something vaccine like or something like that. So there's a picture doing rounds, but you couldn't tell if it was him or not. Right. Um, yeah, we're a real shame. We yeah, are. I mean, look, honestly, I wish him nothing but the best for his football. Like we've loved watching him play. He's he's a joy to watch. I hope it goes well for him. Um, I think I would be lying if I said I wasn't disappointed that he wasn't staying in Europe I just think he had surely there was an opportunity there to test himself in Europe somewhere some at the very least Europa League club would have been in for him I find it very mm. hard to believe that yeah no I agree I agree I feel like some uh, listeners who um, would have thought oh thank god Ryan Gould's gone now they're talking about someone else <laughs> and here we are talking about guys who haven't in the league anymore. but there's been other good signs in it like and there's still like lots of rumours knocking about mm. um, I can't wait to delve a bit more into that mm. Um dig around because yeah some like I mentioned a lot of business going on with some of the other clubs that are not the big three yeah yeah well look next week we're going to do a proper pre-season preview show we're going to be talking transfers we're going to be talking predictions managers players uh, everything so next week is going to be a bumper episode this one's just a little one to ease us back into things get us back into the swing of podcasting but it's time to get excited about Portuguese football again I mean the season's just around the corner starts in early August for the first time, Barney, three new teams, mm. well, for the first time in a long time, three new teams in the league to look forward to watching. Um, Estoril, Aruca, Vizela, three teams we don't know much about before the season, but it's going to be really great to see how they go. Yeah, yeah. like It's it's always interesting, because obviously when we started this pod- podcast last year, you know, we knew the majority of the teams, but it's I'd say it's taken a mm. season to get pretty familiar with the, the top tier. Yeah. So yeah, three new teams, yeah. really exciting. Obviously, um, Aruka coming up through the, the relegation playoff with Rio Ave which what was incredible incredible two games because we never covered it on the podcast we obviously finished the season we're like Rio Ave got these games to play I think we both assumed they were gonna I think we s- thought it was now done yeah I mean a bit of a giant killing yeah but that's that's what's exciting you know there's Aruka coming up now um, Rio Ave going down see how they do as well yeah, I'll be the first to hold my hands up. I, I was very critical a couple of times. Anyone who listened to this last season, I was critical a couple of times of the um of the playoff system, but it really paid off. Like we got two fantastic games yeah. of football and, and, and a really unexpected result. Yeah, and and I guess it makes it all more exciting this year, you know, that relegation uh, playoff spot on the table, you know, seeing a team like Rio Ave go down, I mean, who who's safe, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, well, at the top end of the table as well, plenty to be excited about. Potentially six teams in Europe. That's going to do wonders for the coefficient. We've already seen the first leg of Santa Clara versus Scoopy, I believe, of, <laughs> of North Macedonia. They look like much the much better team, so I, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll see them sell through uh, that second leg. But really exciting. I mean, we could have three teams in the Champions League. That'd be brilliant. It's going to be tough for Benfica, though, I think. Is it Sparta-Moscow? Sparta-Moscow, they yeah. another game. That'll be interesting because obviously they're that terrible... Um, qualification last year yeah um, even though it was the one legged tie which I don't think did them any favours but yeah I mean on the conference league I mean, like you mentioned I, I'm so excited about that yeah like you know past the uh, the possibility of Passos Freire and Santa Clara like you know 
And I feel like from the first leg, I think Santa Clara should go through Passos as well. That's a really exciting tournament. And just, and also like you mentioned, like with this coefficient, I know it's not a big, well, it is a big thing in, in some sense, but you know, that's the benchmark. And that's when you see, when you think yeah. you play other clubs across Europe, you know, that's, that's when you can really gauge. Um, I know some of the big three will be riding high off the, the beating all the French teams the other day in the French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Adding fuel to the fire of like Portugal being better than France, which I, I feel like I can agree yeah, with. Yeah, sure, sure. Say it quietly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like um, sporting in the Champions League, I think it's going to oh, be one I of can't the. Wait. You know, Porto obviously did amazing last season, like yeah. really good, and I feel like they'll do a similar thing. But sporting, I feel, is the more exciting one in the sense that. You know the 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 way they've built the squad and obviously getting becoming uh, champions of, yeah. in Portugal and then getting there like there is for me there is a big question about whether they're gonna mm-hmm. have a strong enough squad yeah but also you have this other half which which is Amarin you know we don't know what his potential is like yeah. he, he can just keep going and going and going and like I'm, just, I'm talking like he's got a player but I mean like you know what I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we've seen so much from him last season mm. I, I'd love to see him pit his wits against you know the the, the, the good managers in Europe and... well I think it's, it's we're taking them seriously now I mean whereas before in Europe we probably would have looked at them and thought well just hope for the best and see what happens whereas now you're looking at them, at them as a team with a proper system proper manager in place and you know I'd love to see them do really well pot one I think of the, uh, yeah, yeah. Of the old Champions League so uh, they should get drawn some good teams and, and let's see what happens. But yeah, we want three teams in the Champions League. We want two mm-hmm. teams in the Conference League and yeah, we want the coefficient to uh, to zoom up. Well, look, there's so much to look forward to. Um, from our perspective, Barney, what can people expect? Maybe if people tuned into the end of the last season, listened to us for the first time this season, what do you think new listeners can expect for the season going forward from us? Well, our story is, you know, we, we, we started this last season, we've, we've completely thrown ourselves into Portuguese football. Um, and so to, to be honest most most of our listeners probably have a better knowledge of the, the history of the league like you mentioned the free cuts come up we know very little about them but there's probably listeners who have much more knowledge but what I think that gives this podcast is you know our opinions and our our, our takes and are sort of perhaps unique in mm. the sort of in the Portuguese football world that sounds quite pretentious actually. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean no, like because you know we're, we're not journalists sure. we're, not, we're not like you know we've not we've not been diehard you know Benfica fans for our whole lives or anything like that we're just coming with a fresh pair of eyes mm. but a love for this league mm. which is it just keeps continues to grow absolutely well look there's going to be plenty coming up uh, we're going to try and get some guests on the show very soon yeah because I, I loved the interviews last year man yeah I think the one with Con Murphy was brilliant yeah getting Jamie Farr on as well you know yeah Guy knows his stuff. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, some interviews. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have some more interviews coming up this season. We're going to see what we can do about that. Got some new artwork as well. We've got to give a big shout out to uh, Marcello Martinelli. So good. Fantastic artwork from him, man. Incredible scenes. But yeah, look, we're ready to get started. The season starts properly in a couple of weeks. Next week, next week we're going to have our preview show. The week after, we'll be straight into week one roundup. And yeah, we can't wait to get started. Regular long ball football. <laughs> <laughs> I say football too weird. Yeah, it was quite funny then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's going to be bad. That's another thing people are going to get is bad Portuguese pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Best we get that in early. <laughs> Sweet.